0: Welcome to A Rich Life Podcast with your host, Alicia Richard, the show where we enrich, encourage, and inspire women entrepreneurs to build a business that they love, get inspired by other success stories, and to finally get the courage to start a small business and also to learn to maintain your business. Are you ready to live a rich life? Welcome to A Rich Life Podcast with your host, Alicia Richard. Alicia Richard is an award-winning entrepreneur, full-time photographer, wife, and mom, and is ready to teach you the different tools and strategies to start your business.
1: Hello, hello, I am Alicia Richard and I would like to say thank you all so much for listening to a rich life podcast. I am extremely excited about this week's episode. We have with us Angel on Lee Livingston, and she is a licensed professional counselor, an ordained minister, an entrepreneur, a wife, an author, and a mom. And she is better known as the Soul Healing Coach. Angel studied at Coastal Carolina University and she has a Bachelor of Arts in Interdisciplinary Studies with an emphasis in childhood education and psychology. She completed her her master's of professional counseling with a minor in mental health at Webster University. Angel is the author of Healing While Grieving and Healing Wounds of the Soul. She specializes in spiritual development, personal growth, and relationship development. She works predominantly with individuals who have anxiety, depression, mood disorders, trauma, and her specialty is helping women and adolescents find their soul wounds. She also does co- career exploration, mental health and wellness, and so much more. Angel maintains a growing business in Conway, South Carolina. In addition to being a professional life coach, she has pre- presented to general audiences, small groups, and conferences, speaking on topics of healing while grieving, dream big, discovering you, get creative, and live from your soul. I hope that you all learn so much from Angel because I have been able to learn so much from her as well. Thank you so much uh, for listening to A Rich Life Podcast, and I hope that you all enjoy this interview. Hello, Angel. How are you? I'm well how are you? I am doing good I would like to say thank you so much for just joining our community on today I'm sure that our listeners will be enriched encouraged and inspired by you in so many ways like thank you thank you thank you for joining us
0: oh my gosh I'm so
1: excited and this is going to be phenomenal glad to be here with you and your listeners got it got it so first um I want to let everyone know kind of like how we met, because I think that that's interesting and that'll kind of lead us into the journey of where you are now. So um, so I'll start and then you can kind of just chime in whenever you want to. But I just kind of felt like this was very interesting. Um, both Angel and I worked at uh, Justice Works Behavioral Care like seven years ago. Was it seven? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So it was like seven years ago when we met and you were like the lead counselor or something like that, right?
0: Yeah, uh huh.
1: Got it. So Angel was the lead counselor, and I was like the behavior interventionist. And both of us were like working for um, this employer at the time, and she was the counselor, and I was a behavior interventionist. And at the time we met, we just kind of just really, really connected. And to see us seven years. Um, you know, like now from what we were then is phenomenal because both I have started a business and you have started a business as
0: well. So that has really, um, been a great thing, right? yes it's phenomenal it's crazy how things have panned out I know we used to talk about you know our dreams and our goals and what we were doing and trying to do and it's just amazing how things have led to this point that you're actually doing what you want to do and I'm doing what I want to do like it's wonderful
1: right right so can you tell us about like that experience I know that you know it's so many things about you and it would probably take like at least three or four interviews like to kind of just really (laughs) tap in (laughs) but can you tell us a little bit about what that was for you like you could tell us about your journey like just how you became to be angel
0: oh my gosh so honey I can go on for days about that because (laughs) it has not just been me on this journey let's talk about that right Um, it's been a journey of consistently not accepting just the status quo and pushing past that to say, I want more. Um, being in different jobs uh, from on Mental Health, Justice Words, Shoreline Behavioral. Um, and two other companies just really working my butt off in the sense of running or being a part of grants and trying to get out into the community, um, helping them prove their grant, in other words. Mm-hmm. Um, and working with the South Carolina Campaign Preventing Pregnancy um, and being the community liaison is what let me understand my power in being able to communicate, to network, and to bring people to the table. Um, Once I learned that I can do that for another company, I then said, you know what, it's time for me to Step up my game and do what I know I've been called to do. You know, Alicia, I've known since I was five years old. I used to walk around tell people I was going to be a lawyer and I was going to run my own business. Wow, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Oh. But um, the lawyer part didn't work out, but I did become a business owner.
1: Wow. So as I, I like to tell a lot of my audience sometimes in a previous episode, how you really know like at a young age what you want to be and who you want to be. So how has that helped you to form what you are right now from having that vision as like a young child?
0: Um, it really has helped me find my, what I call my footing or my grounding. It's always been inside me. It's always been an inner knowing. And that's why um, I believe people call me the soul healing coach is it's my place of knowing that there's something greater happening on the inside of this body. Um, Mm within the spirit. And I'm like, you know what? This is going to work. I can't remember playing in the field by myself while my friends and cousins were playing on the swing sets, like just being by myself um, in some wonderland and then looking up and go, oh, my God, it's time to go home. So I've always been able to detach and be by myself and to create things out of nothing.
1: That is so awesome. <laughs> that is so awesome. So, like, how did you know? Like, with the soul healing coach and with the platform that you're co- currently operating in, like, how did you know that was just it? Like, just your thing? From working in, like, you mentioned Wakamaw Mental Health and Justice Works and so many other things that you've done. Like, how did you know that was just your space?
0: Um, well, two things. I knew that a lot of what I was doing in my work was a lot of, um, clinical stuff, which we all need by the way, but it was very structured and I could only work within certain guidelines. And I was walking away feeling like the people I was working with were just on a rat wheel. They weren't being healed. Wow. They were just being given enough information to check in with them, to see how things are going from week to week. Um, And I felt like I wasn't being productive and I wasn't being the I wasn't being used. I wasn't being the vessel. And so I made the decision to say, you know what, this is not okay. I want to see people's lives change, transform, being better than every day. Um, helping people create a plan, have a goal, and work towards it. And not only, you know, in in counseling, which is one side of my business, where you get to the point of saying, "Oh, okay, we're going to help counsel them through this," which means you kind of just hold their hand through the process and listen to them. But. Also, um, coaching came up when I was working with the company and trying to bring people to the table to be able to negotiate what they were going to get, what type of grant, all those different things helped me be able to say, you know what, I want to see you live from the greatest place possible within your whole self. And so it started with um, wholeness, wellness, and uh, holiness, and then I realized everybody's not that religious. And I said, you know what, we just I just want people to be whole within their soul. And I was leaving a speaking engagement um with another coach and literally it was like an inner voice I kept saying, you know, to the universe, I want things to open up for me. And wow. I need to have a direct path to being able to help people heal. And then the word soul came to me. Mm. Because I want to make sure, and a lot of people think of soul on what happens to us when we leave here. I want people to have a great soul experience on here, here, in this earth. Right. While living and breathing. So um, I remember one day this lady said, you touched a deeper part of me. And um, I knew then that what we were doing together was touching the innermost part of her, which I believe to be our soul. Oh,
1: wow. That is awesome. OMG, that is really, really good. I literally got chills, seriously. Uh-huh. So so I remember um, one of the parts from your speech because I actually heard Angel speak at least a couple of weekends ago at, like, at the IMG conference. And one of the things that you said is that when you were working for the employer, can you tell us about how you said that that when you saw how much money they
0: were making off of you, you decided girl, to work on your own? <laughs> girl, honey, let's talk about that. It is one thing when you walk in to get a job, right? And then they already advertise what they're going to pay you. And mm-hmm. then you accept it or you negotiate, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know any better at that point. I just took what they gave me. And to be honest, I don't mind telling everybody, it was right at about $28,000. Wow. And... Um, we were doing something where they were changing some scales on what people were being charged. And um, I went to make a copy of something and then there was a document of some kind and I went to go take it to the individual and they just looked at me like, how did you get this? I said, what well, was left on the copy machine? i will just it to who it was returned. And then I just had a conversation. Oh, well, I know what I'm worth now. Wow. And then when I realized literally that I was being paid between twenty to thirty two percent of what I was worth and what I was making for that company Wow! I realize I'm really worth about 110 thousand dollars a year. So let me make it. Why can't I bring that home?
1: Wow! So what was the turning point from there? Once you found out, like you know, like you saw what you were making compared to you know what you know your worth was. Like what did you start to do from there?
0: Um, I stayed in the job. Um, However, I realized that I wasn't being completely obedient with what was being asked of me. I began to really, really help my people heal, which means spending more time with clients than I was supposed to be doing. And I just realized, you know what, I want to be obedient where I am. So then I decided, you know what, I'm going to find another organization because there's another side of this business and I need to learn. Um, and I actually left there and um, went on to Shoreline to work there. And I learned substance abuse and alcohol drug treatment there. Um, I realized real quick that was not my passion. And then I said, okay, well, I did learn how that community works. Mm-hmm. And so I went there and I went on to, um, what did I go? Oh, I, went, I ended up in substance abuse training and treatment down in Center of Our Hope in Myrtle Beach and that's girl. That's getting up at four o'clock in the morning, being to work at five. Wow. And getting off at twelve. And I was not about that life. You talk about a rich life. The money was good, but right. I was not about that life. <laughs> like I had to go hurry up and get out of there. And so I did. And I said, you know what? What is keeping me from birth in my dream? Mm-hmm. Well, one, I needed to go take my um, my test to become licensed through South Carolina. And, um, I had a conversation with this ministry friend of mine and she said, you know, every time we talk, you're so angry at what the world isn't giving you. Wow. She said, "When are you going to get to the point where you're going to do what you need to do to do what you need to do. And that conversation shifted me and I said, you know what, I'm going to go. So I went and I sat for my test And, girl, I got in a car accident on the way to my exam. Wow. And I told the state trooper, you're going to have to drive me to my test because I got a point with destiny. Wow. What was wrong with my body? And he did. He drove me. I took my exam. It was supposed to be three hours. I took it in an hour and ten minutes and passed with fine colors. Wow. And then I opened. I went on, you know, the Sacramento website. I got my LLC. I just – probably in two weeks had everything together Wow. Because I was determined I was gonna do this, and then I went and got a supervisor because I had to do clinical counseling for two years under somebody else. Mm-hmm. And while I was working for them and learning the business, I was building my business on
1: the side. Mm, that is so good. So I know that so you are seeing like so many good things right now. So really, what happened is you had to work like under somebody or you learned from like those different agencies and all of that pretty much helped you form the business that you have now.
0: Yeah, it helped me form the business side. And this is what I'm going to say. We are all different creative beings. And so I needed to learn what I call the nuts and bolts. I needed to know how being able to sit and talk with people throughout the day was going to be able to help me put food on my table, one, and two, help me get to the masses. And so I had to learn like billing. I had to learn what systems to use. I had to learn about websites. Oh, my gosh, social media. And then when I realized that my employer, that my supervisor I was under, I helped his business grow, girl, like it boomed. It began booming because I was able to put his business on social media and on a website and upgrade his website. Wow. And once I realized that I could help his business grow, and what happened in that sense is I was helping a business grow, but I wasn't being reciprocated with clients about that. that and that's when I decided it was time for me to leave
1: wow, wow, so once you decided that you wanted to go like um what, what support system did you have That kind of just helped guide you Through, you know, your experience Because I'm sure as an entrepreneur Sometimes it does get hard You know, having to wear so many hats in a business So what was that support system like for you As you were on your journey?
0: Oh, wow So one um, very good support system Was I was married at the time My husband, we had great conversations About this dream, this vision um, And I'll be very honest with you, Alicia He held it down He held the finances down within the home. He held down paying the car payments and the insurance. I mean, girl, when I say there was moments, I was like, if this is going to work, it's going to be now because my husband Kevin really stepped up to the plate and took care of the home front. Um, When it came to support systems as far as mentors, I made sure I had two or three mentors at all times Wow. because I didn't want to just be listening to one mouth and having one set of ears. Mm. I had somebody to help me in my spiritual course. I had somebody to help me in my money course. And I had somebody to help me as a um, small business entrepreneurial course. Wow. At all times. And they kind of just either showed up or I sought them out. Wow. And those were my basis. Oh, and honey, as always, a great group of girlfriends <sighs> who are doing something similar but different. mm and that
1: was my foundation. Wow, that is really good. Like, I'm sure that we all can learn something from this, like that foundation piece, and that's really what helped you to grow. So, thank you for letting us, you know, get a little bit of inside of what your foundation portion is. So, I do have a question, and it's just from, you know, like curiosity. What advice would you give someone? Because, you know, like how you said, your husband, you know, was really there for you in your hardest time, and with me started my business. My husband was there for me at the hardest time. So, what advice would you give to someone that may not have a significant other right now? Like, what what would you say to them that doesn't have that extra piece?
0: Gotcha. Um, I would say, and I did leave this out. I would say also family mm-hmm. who are really supportive because my my dad invested in my business. Wow. Yeah. My dad, I was like, I'm going to the bank and, you know, they weren't really feeling it because there were a lot of counselors in the area. And my dad just looked at me and said, what do you need? And when I told him what I needed, he said, you know what, I'm going to invest. I'm going to give you this. And in return, I just want to see this grow. So if you have family, who will invest, honey? Who will help? I had family come help me put my office together, help me hang pictures, help me clean the floors. I mean, at some point, it's going to have to be family or other networks such as small business associations. Uh, there are some companies that I've learned about that really are just out there to help small businesses get started. Wow. It's nonprofits who don't need anything in return.
1: That's true. That's very yeah. true. So with your business, because you actually have like a brick and mortar company, um, can you tell us like how you manage um, the Soul Healing Coach, like how you manage that on a day-to-day basis? Like what does your typical day look like?
0: Oh my goodness. So my typical day starts first, of course, at home, honey. Um, 5 o'clock to 5.30 in the morning, getting up, getting everybody ready, finally getting to the office at about 7 um, my, that means getting the office open. I am looking at the day before to see what our intake needs to be on this day. Um, I have a personal assistant. I'm actually getting ready to hire for another one. Um, it takes two other staff members or an intern to work with me. Um, I see clients on a one-on-one basis or um, group basis. and. It's just a process of getting people in, getting them signed in, taking them back, working with them, and then getting them out the door happy and pleased.
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah. That's the normal process. And um, so now I'm working two days a week. I'm working two 12-hour days a week. And the rest of the week is mine. And I'm Mm -hmm. loving it. Mm. -hmm. The
1: benefits of being an entrepreneur. (laughs) Wow. So, you actually like work with, um, tell us like how you work with a lot of your clients, just in case some of our listeners may be looking for like a coach that they can work with. So, tell us like that process of um, working with other people.
0: So uh, I've got a benefit of having a great background in several different areas. So we do what we call soul healing life coaching, which can involve um, one on one talking, goal planning and directing um, From anything of trying to write a book to trying to decide what they want to do in a career to um, some people want a relationship but don't know what their issue is and why they can't keep it. Um, and then the other thing we just started doing is helping people when we say the whole self creating a self care plan. And we also do Reiki and energy healing services here as well. Um, so giving people a package to be able to help them heal their whole selves, including soul. When I say soul, sometimes we have things that have happened to us in our lives where, We are just traumatized or we've been hurt, abused, or rejected, and it leaves a deep, gaping wound in our soul. And so sometimes we can't build the business or we can't live the dream because we are not healed. So I try to help people find that place that has not yet been healed and then help them heal it. And then begin their journey. Right. So wow. That is ooh
1: <laughs> that is really that is really good. So can you give us at least and I was actually um going through like some of your book like O M G. Angel is an author as well, so we haven't even gotten to that part. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to that part, but you just mentioned how a lot of times, like, because our souls aren't really where it needs to be, that impacts our business. So can you kind of just elaborate on that just a little bit? Because a lot of times we do stumble as entrepreneurs, and it may be some underlying issue that is going on while we can't really go on or, you know, it um, really get into that space that we we need to. So just kind of just feed us just a little bit.
0: Um, well, in my book, I talk about several things. First is looking back at your childhood and trying to figure out what moments there that you may have began the journey of feeling rejected, abused, abandoned, or uh, misplaced. And then if we can identify those things, then we can begin the next part of the journey, which is identifying the banners that you carry from that. And there's a little bit of stuff in between that, but I'm going to hit the main points. Right. Yeah, the banners are um, things we carry, such as we hold up the banner that says, I'm a victim, or I am a manipulator, or I am the one who consistently is negative. And so, though, sometimes banners are things that we, you know, we don't want to say we carry, but we do. Mm -hmm. Other people see them, but we may not not see them. And so, once we can identify those banners, we can begin to turn that into a positive light or to choose to not be that way anymore and help you do some self-growth and skills development. Um, And then the other part of the book also talks about when we say healing wounds of the soul, there's relationships that we all have that have hurt us tremendously that we have not yet regained ourselves back again. Wow. And some of us are trying to go back and be the way we used to be when we need to just create a new us. Mm. It means let me figure out what was done to me. Even if the person never comes back to heal it or say they're sorry, we've got to be okay and heal ourselves. And and you know, affirm it because all of us are looking for affirmation, confirm it, and then validate it, and then journey on.
1: Wow. Wow. So, and I know like as an entrepreneur, a lot of times, a lot of that, all of that stuff that you were talking about with the, like the banners and the victims and having a positive light and the healing process, like a lot of times if we're not healed um, just throughout our soul, really that does impact how we respond to our clients. How do we react to other people that trust thing? You know what I'm saying? So a lot of that really has everything to do with how we conduct our business.
0: Exactly. And you know, we learned in counseling, Alicia, about the um, transference and counter transference because I may be trying to help you as a business owner um, with some type of skill or getting you a product or a service. And if I'm not healed in in that place, then I'm giving off negative energy and negative feedback. I'm not going to be productive in helping you. For example, so we just started doing um, aromatherapy oils and bath salts and bath soaps, right? Mm -hmm. So and making those so if my energy is wrong and I'm selling you a product that energy is trapped in that product
1: wow the
0: same thing as um, going to speak to people and being in front of a large crowd if you're hitting and talking on a topic that you haven't yet dealt with in your personal life you're going to have a very hard time and it's not going to be your best topic of delivery
1: wow wow and that really does make sense that really does so like with some of those stumbling blocks I know like some people can work with you but how are some ways that we could actually kind of just help heal those certain wounds so that we can be better entrepreneurs and not just lashing out at people
0: well i think first and i'm gonna use this word we gotta do some soul searching right which is why are we wanting to do what we say we're wanting to do Mm -hmm. did our passion come out of pain or did our passion come out of a love place because if it came out of pain, you got to heal the pain on the inside by willing to go to the deepest and darkest place of that pain, find out what the root cause of it is, and then be willing to lay it down and surrender it, acknowledge our part in it, or pass blame and judgment where blame and judgment is due. Wow. Wow. And then, even if the person, place, or thing never reciprocates or affirms it, be willing to know it's your truth, hold that truth, and move on. Right,
1: right, and right.
0: you can turn your pain into your passion. And then once you've got that passion for it, you can begin to use your creative self, that thing on the inside of you and your soul that nobody else has. And that's why I never worry about competition, because mm-hmm. what I got on the inside of me, Nobody else is going to be able to do it. Even if they look similar, they're not going to be able to produce it like I can. Right. And so if I'm validated and affirmed and secure, that's a whole other issue with entrepreneurs. We've got to be so secure in ourselves that when we step in a room of other entrepreneurs, that we don't feel like, oh, my God, I can't do that. We should be good and feel firm in who we are.
1: Right. That and is really true.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that
1: was some good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that was some good stuff and when you really mentioned the competition part, right? And a lot of times um a lot of times we hear so many times that the market is saturated, the market is saturated. So many people are doing the same thing that we are doing. Can you just give us some insight on what your own take of that is? Just like how you said, um, with you got to walk in the room and just be yourself, be who you are and know who you are. Like, give us a little bit of that confidence and how you have been able to exhibit that in your business.
0: Well, you know, I just uh, recently was asked to publish a piece in Sacramento Woman Magazine. Um, on the soul healing coach, what I do and something on toxic relationships. Girl, when I clicked through that magazine, we finally got it. There was like four other life coaches in it. I had five other people tell me that we, oh, so you a life coach. There's like 20 life coaches here in Conway and Myrtle beach. And I said, yeah, but everybody doesn't have a clinical background and a spiritual background. Who's a life coach.
1: Right.
0: I do. So well, first of all, being very confident in what I do know and selling those points. I don't care how saturated the market is. I've been in a room with S 50 coaches. And when I start talking about who I am and what I do, because I know what I do, which is it happens every time, I don't have to try to make you like me. I just got to do what I do.
1: Right, right. So if we
0: can get to that point, it would be awesome. So um, another difference is I make sure that I am authentically and intrinsically who I am. So, if I'm going to a place and becomes, you know, sometimes we go, I gotta dress this way or I gotta do this this way because this is the group of people I'm going to, uh uh-uh. uh. I'm gonna be who I am, which means I'm gonna dress a certain way, look a certain way because I am that way. So if I walk into the room with my mohawk and my African jewelry on or my mohawk and my all black or 20 different colors because that's who I am, that's who I am. But I'm always going to do something. I always tell people about there's good shock value and there's bad shock value. But because I presented myself in such a way that this is who I am and this is my brand in the sense of you're always going to see mind, soul, spirit. Okay. Mm -hmm. You're always going to hear me talk about something that deals with the soul that may not be necessarily religious, but it's going to help this person learn who they are internally from their soul. Mm -hmm. And you're always going to hear me talk about the need to make sure our mind is balanced. Our soul is at ease. And our spirit is joyful and plentiful. Wow. And so that is my brand, which is I don't need to be out here trying to tell you how to have 20 different pairs of sneakers because I don't know nothing about that. (laughs) But if I stay in my lane, I'm good. And I think that's what we as entrepreneurs struggle with sometimes. It's knowing who we are in our soul
1: and staying in that place. Wow, that is really true. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that. Wow, that's really good. So I, I, we all just need to just stay right on our lane and just know who we are so that is really good um so my next question is like how do you enjoy being an entrepreneur I know that you said that um you are working like Mondays and Tuesday 12-hour shifts and you're off like the rest of the week that is like the best thing ever so how do you enjoy being an entrepreneur and tell us like what you think the advantages are and if you have any disadvantages
0: um, I love it. I absolutely love it because I just started this schedule during the summer. I go to this schedule every summer. One, so I can have time with my family. Two, so I'm not working so hard, but it's gonna hurt me in tax season. And that's a little nugget. Three, so that I can make sure that I'm taking care of me. And so when the kids go back to school, I go back to them to uh, nine to five, at least three days a week. Mm-hmm. And that's very beneficial for me in the type of work that I do. The downside is as an entrepreneur is do you have enough capital to the side in case things don't work out the way you think they should? Um, The second thing is, if you don't have capital, being able to look at your week, like I've learned since 2012, I've not opened my business in 2012, I've learned that I've got to have so many clients a week in order for my books to stay balanced, in order for my staff to get paid, in order for me to take something home. Right. So... First of all, I use a wonderful system uh, called uh, Clover, and I also have a system I developed myself that says I did at least see, um, do 20 hours of coaching or therapy a week. And so I know I got to get that in this summer, so I cram it in in two days. Now I also have to do a lot of self-care on Wednesday and Thursday to get myself back to where I need to be. Which involves, you know, going to massage therapy, going to chiropractor, going to get Reiki myself, going to the beach and spending time by myself and just sitting in silence for a while, spending some time with my dog, taking my husband on a date and then spending some time with my kids.
1: Wow. So I really liked how you um, have created balance for your life. And I know sometimes as an entrepreneur, it does get really, really busy. So when you talked about spending time on the beach, spending time with yourself, how has that helped you with the creative piece of your business?
0: Um, it's helped me. It's literally, I can, if I can show you my phone. On the beach is where I get my best marketing ideas. Wow. On the beach is where I get new information. The ocean has always given me what I call life. The ocean has always been my place of resolve that I don't care how many people around me, I hear silence when I'm at the beach. Wow. Because I can just go inward. And then, that, honey, that is where I go, hmm, I might need to do this kind of training in a couple months. And it's also the place I can just lay out, close my eyes and my ears, and just be and let my mind go empty. Wow, that's really good. Important. Yeah, it's important for the entrepreneur to be able to empty their minds because entrepreneurs are visionaries and they're dreamers. So our minds are always going. And it's important that we learn to quiet our mind and our soul and our spirit.
1: Wow. That's really good. So, like, how often would you recommend for us to do certain activities like this? Like, maybe go on the beach or kind of just sit in a quiet spot? Of, I'm sure you do like a lot of meditating and stuff too, to help you kind of just stay balanced. So, like, how much would you recommend? Because now oh. we're stepping into the counselor part. Like, give us
0: a little prescription <laughs> or something. <laughs> Honey, I would say this um, as hard as you go in your life, consistently for yourself and your business. You got to go that hard for your soul and spirit. Right. So even if I can't get to the beach, I'm going to find a way for at least 30 to 40 minutes a day to just be still. Wow. And that's the hardest thing to do. And I can't wait for my next book, The Art of Being Still to come out. Um, Of just being able to sit, be quiet, be mindful, and hear from the spirit, hear from the universe, hear from your inner self. And be able to just zone out. So many of us haven't even zoned out for a while, girl. Yeah. But being able to do that, I would say at least, I'm going to be honest, I try to do it once a day. Now, first of all, you know I'm not going to sit for 45 minutes for one day. These may be 10-minute intervals. Right. Okay? Um, But at least if you say I can't I can't do that. I'm going to say like I take a self-care day once a week and that's on Thursdays normally. Mm -hmm. And self-care day may look different every week is what I feel my body needs for that moment. If I'm staying in the bed all day, I'm staying in the bed all day. Wow. If I'm reading a book, I'm gonna read a book. If I'm gonna go get coffee and tea and go sit on the porch, I'm gonna get coffee and tea and sit on the porch. It's what my mind, soul, and spirit needs at that moment.
1: Wow. So I really like the idea of having a self-care day. I love that idea.
0: You must, as an entrepreneur, we work hard. We are doing ten different people's jobs <laughs> in one body. Okay. Right. Is because I don't even know if you know this, um, because we haven't talked. And about two years ago, I ended up in the neuro ICU as an entrepreneur. Wow. Up in the hospital, dehydrated, overweight, having anxiety, and being stressed out to the point that they thought I was having a heart attack.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: And my neurologist, who, by the way, was a young African, young fe- American female, very young, looked at me and said, I thought she was a nurse, honey. she said, I am the neuro doctor and I just want to know, do you want to become your own patient? Mm-hmm. And I said, excuse me. She said, do you want to become your own patient? She said, you are met just enough on every test for me not to declare that you had a stroke for me not to declare that you've had a heart attack for me not to declare that you've had some type of brain aneurysm she said you've got all the symptoms but I don't have all the factors wow she said so evidently there's a reason for you to still be here but you need to slow down you need to take care of yourself just as you take care of other people wow and that was a turning point for me because I can count on my hand the amount of people that showed up to see me in the hospital. Mm. So when that happened, Alicia, uh, that really that really switched my life. Like I care for myself first, literally. Like my my day that starts my week is Thursday, if that makes any sense, because that's my self care day. Wow. And if I don't get self-care in on Thursday, best believe, I am trying to fit it in over the weekend so I can be better come Monday morning.
1: Right.
0: I have even canceled a whole day of services because I'm not myself or something's off. Wow. So I would rather lose that day of money and make sure I'm at my best for my clients and then work harder the next week and make it up.
1: That's right. That is very true wow that's oh my goodness so that is like something i definitely need to adopt and have like a self-care day because i don't
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah So get your life Get your rich life
1: I (laughs) I don't So that's That really makes me think Because I know Not just me But just so many other people That are just in this world And and regardless Even if you're an entrepreneur You may still be on your Nine to five job Or something like that And may have a side hustle But while you're doing Trying to do so many things That is so important For us to have
0: a self-care day OMG It is. And some people say, well, I can't take a whole day. Well, I'm going to say this to you. This is what I tell my clients. You just gave a job eight to 10 hours of your day. Right. So why you can't take a day for yourself? You give your kids at least two hours in the morning, two hours at night. Did you give that to yourself? Right. That and is, is so coaching. true. That's the kind of coaching we do, which is in your face. You got to make the change or this is this is what we don't understand. This is life and death. This is joy and pain. This is, oh, gosh, pleasure and the utmost just just angry self. OK. And if you want to be your best self as an entrepreneur and as a joyful, living, soulful person, you have got to take care of you because when you're gone, who is gonna do it? Somebody else is gonna pick up right where you left off. Right. So enjoy the enjoy the fruits of your labor, which is what a lot of entrepreneurs don't do.
1: That is so true. That is so true. Very true. <laughs> that is that is very true because I know that I don't do that myself, you know. And oh wow, so I have some awakening to do
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, awakening yes, all. what we talking about? You gotta awaken your soul you got to awaken your soul to the point that you realize your soul is what matters.
1: Yes, yes. That is very true. And that leads me to this because um, you are like a, a life coach. You're a licensed professional. When I am um, professional counselor, I'm sorry. When I was um, going through your stuff, I said, well, my gracious, she has all the ABCs behind her name. Like, <laughs> <laughs> things i can't even count so um so can you go through and like tell us about like your degrees and your certifications and stuff like that i think that would be interesting for people to know like a part that part of you
0: um, so I have a undergraduate degree from Coastal Carolina, um, which is a Bachelor's of Arts in Interdisciplinary Studies. So don't ever let anybody tell you you can't do anything with an interdisciplinary studies degree, right. uh, which which married um, education and psychology. I got a Master's from Whetstone University um, in Counseling with an emphasis in mental health. I have a half a year degree from a master's of arts and religion from Lutheran seminary, or which is down Lenoir Illinois, Rhine, um, just because I wanted to decide if I was going to become a priest or not. And that's a whole nother interesting story. Wow. And then I um, got my license to South Carolina um, board of licensing for counseling. And then I um, did some different retreats and stuff to get some information to begin to do spiritual life coaching. And after that, um, I have a certification for or a certificate for what we call SEET, which is sand Play and sand Train Expressive Arts Therapy. And then I have what we call PEET, um, which is Play Therapy um, Training. And so I am able to incorporate play and arts into my work with everybody from a child all the way to a grown man and an adult Um, because we've all forgotten how to play Mm. and that's why I have a self care day because it allows me to play
1: wow that is so true and as adults we get so caught up in so many different things and we really we honestly forget you know like how we were kids we would jump on a trampoline or play hot and seek or you know play in the mud and make dirt pies like we would do so many things
0: you're talking about dirt pies so we do molding and shaping of clay here in the office Because do you know that working in the dirt, we also have a sand tray where we uh, use figures and stuff. Do you know that working in the dirt in the sand is a great way to get grounded and a great way to get back to what your soul needs? Wow. It is. Oh, wow. And if you ever want to try something on the fly to see what's going on in your soul and spirit, I tell everybody, go get a canvas, pick up a paintbrush, and just start painting and see what comes up. Mmm. It would be amazing. We do it here all the time.
1: Oh, wow. That is so awesome. Very, very good. Oh, wow. You have like so many different just areas of your life that are so great and I honestly like truly admire you and your passion and who you are man Uh you you are a lady that rocks like Uh, (laughs) you you Um, are (laughs) you really do rock so like with all of your degrees and you know like everything that you have been able to accomplish like what do you feel is next for you
0: my goodness, you know what? That's a good question. I'm really, really trying right, really hard right now to get my um, oils and aromatherapy and body lotion products out. I'm really working really hard on that. And it's going phenomenally. Um, the other part of that is I'm doing more public speaking now. Mm-hmm. Uh, i trying to get out and um, we are in front of bigger crowds. We have a wonderful event called Waking Your Soul that's coming mm-hmm. up where I brought in four other life coaches. I'm really at a point in my career where I want to work with others mm-hmm. and help others succeed. While You know, I think we can go and put so many more people in a healthier state. Um, Besides that, I really am working. I thank you for being um, the light in the darkness and all this podcast stuff, um, helping me with that. So I'm I'm just open. I'm at a point where I'm open. I'm brought in another partner in my practice so I can have them help me do some things. Right. Um, And I'm just really looking forward to enjoying the fruits of my labor, staying balanced. And, um, girl, just being who God has called me to be however that may be because you know the universe gives us all kind of stuff
1: right right that's very I'm true try-
0: yeah I'm trying to learn how to wear all these different hats hmm and still be healthy while doing it so I just got back in the gym today for the first time and I don't know how long and that's a whole
1: nother part of me that I'm trying to get together right right and I think we all you know are just really trying to find that balance like our place in the world so that's really good so my next thing is like what do you see the future of entrepreneurship as and I'm asking because you know like robots are like almost about to take over you know like <laughs> so many things are happening right now in this world Am I mean, like what do you think like the future of entrepreneurship is and how it looks like
0: um, I think we're gonna have I think entrepreneurship is gonna continue I think that people are gonna still be relevant because I think I really feel and I'm gonna say this I haven't said this out loud well, I really feel that even stuff with social media and the way we interact with people and not being face-to-face I think some of this is gonna roll backwards I think in the sense of people need people. Right. And I think it's going to go in a direction where people are going to start working with people face to face again. And that we're going to understand that even though we can do meetings and stuff via computer screen, that sometimes you just need to be tangible and with people. Right. And I feel like a lot of companies, though they have a lot of different people that work um, not necessarily in the building. They're still realizing, and this came out in a a magazine, that I still need somebody present who can touch another person. Mm -hmm. And so I think some of us are worried, but we don't have to be worried. I think if we stay and know who we are and work on our craft, be lifelong learners, and keep going after our dream, we're not going to have any issues with Mm -hmm. entrepreneurship. Yes. Yeah. I think two things. People are realizing they're walking out of colleges with a whole bunch of debt. Uh, people are realizing that they already know who and what they need to be. We just have to be the type of entrepreneurs that can provide a platform for people to do that.
1: Right, right.
0: Whoever comes up with that is going to be a very rich person. <laughs> that's,
1: that's all I'm going to say. Right. And that is so true because like how you said that person to person connection is so important because there are just certain things
0: a robot cannot do. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. And there's certain things I don't want a robot doing for me. <laughs> I'm
1: just saying. <laughs> that is so true. And look, and no robot can touch your soul. Like no none of that can go. be <laughs> Okay. Right, exactly. right. None of that can none of them can impact your soul. So that is really, really good. And thank you for that insight too. Because that's definitely another way of thinking. So I really, really, I I love that. So um you told us that some of the tools that you use for your business is a clover. So are there like any other tools that you use for your business to help you generate more clients or, you know, on social media? Like what are some of the things that you use throughout your business on a day-to-day basis?
0: Oh, yes. So let me tell you, and I know I gave you guys this tidbit at the IMC conference, um, being able to understand and use a scheduler that gives people the ability to book you on their own without having to see you or call you is one of the best things ever. There are wow. several different platforms. One that I'm using now that I love, I've been using it for about four years, it's called Yellow Schedule. Um, And it gives people the understanding and ideas very easy. I can put four or five different um, staff members on the same format. It's very cheap, under $50 a month. And it gives you the ability to see your schedule. It sends out email reminders. It sends out text message reminders. It even gives you a way to communicate back and forth via text message. It is phenomenal. Really? Um, It really, I'm going to be very honest with you, was I, I was able to use this more and I was able to kind of change the negotiations within my business and who I really needed in my business. Now, this is one robot I won't let go. <laughs> because I can use it on my phone as an app. I can use it on my tablet or if you got an iPad, you can use it on there. And you can use it on your website. It's attached to my website. So people can go on and see when I have availability. Right.
1: Yes wow that's really good so that's definitely a resource that I think I'll be using as well with scheduling different you know photo shoots or anything so that sounds like a really good source so all you ladies and gentlemen that are listening please make sure that you go and use yellow schedule um as well so the next question is like what's one of
0: your favorite books oh my god you're gonna put me on the spot (laughs) One of my favorite books Oh my gee I have two Can I talk about two? Yes, yes One of the ones that I'm reading um, Is how uh, One is Ayala I, I, Van book um, On on trust The reason I love this book Is because it helps us realize That it's not that we don't trust other people It's that we don't trust ourselves Wow And the other book I'm sorry Is my own book Right the soul healing coach and healing wounds of the soul. Because believe it or not, I work through that book by myself at least every two weeks.
1: Wow.
0: Because I don't want to be giving somebody something I can't take on myself. But that I am the book, the trust thing, girl, if you have any trust issues in your life with other people or yourself, that is the book.
1: Wow. That's so book. so I Like how I said, like I could ask you so many different questions and, and, and you will have to come back to like feed our souls a little bit more, but um, you are also like how you just mentioned an author as well. Um, Can you kind of just let our audience know, because some of us may have a business like myself, and then we're also interested in becoming an author. So Mm -hmm. can you tell us how that process was of you writing the book? You don't have to tell us like every single thing, but kind of just, you know, like what was that process like for you to own your own business and be an author
0: um so I wrote whenever um, writing would hit me and that's the best way I encourage people to write which means I could be in between a session and some idea would come to me and I would go grab my phone and voice record myself and then let the voice recorder download it into a written form Wow. Um, I would be at the office, doctor office with my mom and writing about my feelings and my emotions and literally birthing a book out of my feelings and my emotions. Um, Writing, it can be wonderful if you let it. Sometimes when you're working with a publisher who's publishing you, they have certain guidelines and rules which can make it awful. Um, but I self-published most of my books. I'm just working now with getting ready to go into working with an actual publisher. Um, but the process is I wrote when it hit me, whether it was three o'clock in the morning or on the weekend when I had something planned with my friends, but the, but my, my brain was flowing. I would cancel my plans and write.
1: It. Wow. Um,
0: I have to be committed to the discipline of being an author and the discipline of writing, which means there may be something I have planned within my business and my thoughts will just be flowing. And I would have to say, you know what? I need somebody else to see if they can see these plans or I need to reschedule them. And then I literally would just kind of hibernate at my house with some tea, some green tea and my computer and just pound it out till my thoughts are done.
1: Wow. Wow. That yeah, is really good.
0: Coach, soul Healing Coach, Healing Wounds of the Soul, I wrote that in less than 45 days. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, healing Wounds of the um, the Healing While Grieving, I think I was writing that for about four or five years. It just depends on what you're trying to do, which is do you want a great work that's really going to help somebody? Are you putting out something funny? Or sometimes, you know, the spirit or the universe will download words to you. Mm. So, yeah that you can be done in 30 days so it's just however you need the process to be but it's not hard i use something called creative space i don't mind telling you all that um and it actually gives you the opportunity to self-publish and to put it on other platforms as well
1: wow that is really good so thank you thank you thank you for that and i you are such a woman of inspiration again like that's really good that you own your own business and you're an author and you're doing great things in the world so thank Thank you for being a light for us. So with that being said, can you let our audience know where they could find you?
0: I am located in Conway, South Carolina. My brick and mortar is right across the street from um, Taco Bell next to Conway Ford. And it's 2351 Church Street, Conway, South Carolina, two nine five two six. Um, the website is www.sohillycoach.com and the phone number is 843-353-6216.
1: Got it. So even if you're not located like in the Conway, in the surrounding areas, you can definitely contact Angel online and schedule like, you know, like some sort of coaching session or something like that, right?
0: Yes, we have. We do coaching um, via Zoom. Um, we can do Skype. Uh, We have some people that's like, all I got is Facebook Messenger. It won't be confidential, but we can do Facebook Messenger as well.
1: Got it. So that's really good. So any of the ladies and gentlemen that are actually listening to the podcast, and if you would like to have a soul healing coach to kind of just help you with your business in many different ways, then I would definitely say Angel is definitely a person to contact. Um, So with that being said, Angel, my last thing is, how are you living a rich life?
0: Tommy, you were gonna
1: ask me this question. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing to live a rich life?
0: Like <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. I believe right now I'm living a rich life because I'm living on purpose. Right. I'm very intentional about not only my words, but my actions. Mm. And I'm trying to live from a place where if I'm left and gone from this place which is this world today, that somebody's gonna remember my name and that I would have helped somebody along the way. Wow. That so is that really is good. my intention and that's how I'm living a live rich life got it oh wow
1: well thank you thank you thank you i can thank you like a million times thank you for your time and thank you for letting us know about your business and really just encouraging us like in so many ways so thank you and i'm sure that all of our listeners will enjoy and as i always say sharing is caring so thank you angel and we appreciate you your journey and keep on being a light to the world
0: thank
1: you so much for having me got it i'll talk to you soon I hope that you all enjoyed this week's episode and I just want to inform you about where you could find Angel. She's at www.soulhealingcoach.com and you can also find her on Instagram at the underscore soul underscore healing underscore coach right on Instagram. All of her Twitter handlers and Facebook handlers are all the same. You can also find Angel at Angel A. Only Livingston right on Facebook. So I would like to say thank you all so much for listening. Thank you Angel for coming and just pouring out your wisdom to our audience. And thank you so much. We'll see you all next week.